This is Barbara Gregorich, writer, reader, blogger, teacher, sharing with you some of the thoughts, inspirations, and writing decisions behind my work. On the first and third Fridays of each month, I'll podcast something about my latest book, The F-Words, a YA novel published by City of Light Publishing. And every Tuesday, I will podcast something about all my other writing. For the last year, as I've been marketing the F-Words, I've often thought about She's On First. I suppose that the immediate reason I think of the two books together is that they are, for me, both firsts. She's On First is the first novel I published, 1987. And the F-Words, 2021, is my first YA novel. As I work on marketing the F-Words, I often think about what it was like marketing She's On First. The world has changed so much. Back in 1987, I printed special She's On First stationery and printed on my computer letters and mailed them out. The time involved, the postage costs. Today, with the F-Words, almost all marketing I do is done electronically. Emails, web pages, blogs, newsletters, videos, Zoom conferences, virtual visits. However, I think that these physical similarities and differences aren't the main reason I keep thinking of the two books at the same time. The main reason, I think, is that they are both coming-of-age novels. What that means is that they are about the struggle, usually subconscious, to achieve maturity, a state of full development. Coming-of-age novels have been around for a long time and still constitute a significant category of those searched for on Amazon and other sites. <coughs> In other words, they are a popular category of novels and, unlike with some categories, they can take place in any environment, age, or in any setting. In thinking so much about She's On First and the F-Words, I finally came around to asking myself in what ways they're similar and in what ways they're different. Similarities. First, the first similarity I see is that both protagonists face huge prejudices about how they should behave. Everywhere she turns, Linda Sunshine encounters prejudicial words, actions, and roadblocks because she is a woman who plays baseball. The color barrier was broken in Major League Baseball in 1948. The sex barrier has not yet been broken for players. Similarly, Cole Renner faces huge prejudices because he is a teen, because he is working class, and because his best friend is Latino. Because he's a teen, Cole is expected to do what authority figures tell him to do, from obeying the principle of his school to obeying the Chicago curfew laws. Because he's working class, Cole is expected to be satisfied with a menial McJob. And because his best friend is Latino, Cole is suspect in the eyes of the old guard, those who enforce and uphold WASP norms. The second similarity I see is that neither Linda nor Cole doubt their own worth. They come from families which have instilled in them a deep sense of pride in who they are and what they can do and what their rights are. Neither suffers angst of any kind. <clears throat> 
The third similarity is that in the face of intense opposition, each protagonist comes to a decision about what kind of person she or he is going to be. This is not true of all novels. In many novels, such as mysteries or thrillers, the protagonist already is the kind of person she or he decided to be. But in novels about the struggles against injustice, the main character often makes that decision in the novel, not before and not after. <coughs> differences. One of the big differences that I feel when I think about both novels is the age difference. Cole is 15 years old. Linda is 20 when the book begins, not counting her backstory, and 23 when it ends. A five-year age difference is not that great, usually. But in the case of a 15-year-old versus a 20-year-old, it's a huge difference. A 20-year-old has graduated from high school or not and been out in the working world or the college world for at least two years. She has probably had at least one job, possibly several, has had one or more bosses, perhaps has had love affairs, might not live at home. The list could go on, but the point is that the 15-year-old is trapped in the environment of compulsory education, probably lives at home with one or both parents, might or might not have had a job yet, and so on. There is probably way more difference between a 15-year-old and a 20-year-old than between, say, a 20-year-old and a 25-year-old. So the age difference between the two protagonists is large. A second difference is that She's on First takes place over a three-year span. The F-Words takes place over a little less than five months. Although I like to think that the pace of both novels is fast, and, this, and that the scenes propel the stories forward, the fact is that a story that takes place over five months is going to have a bit more intensity to it than one that takes place over three years. Things have to move faster in the five-month story than they do in the three-year story. <coughs> a third difference is the arena of the playing field, so to speak. Cole's story takes place mostly within the confines of August Mersey High School, which he is required to attend. The public cannot see what is going on behind closed doors. The public, in fact, acts as if what goes on in high schools is just the way things are. Linda's story, on the other hand, takes place on the playing fields of minor and major league ball, which the public is not only very interested in, but whose action it avidly follows, both in person and via the media. There is public discussion and debate on what happens on the playing fields, be it Jackie Robinson entering the majors or Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. Emotions run high, sky high. Linda is always aware of the public, the fans, and the media. Cole doesn't think about the media at all un until he decides to march in front of August Mersey High School. The fourth difference, I think, is the biggest, the point of view. The F-words is told from the first-person point of view. We see what happens only through Cole's eyes, nobody else's. We see only what he sees, hear only what he hears. We know what he feels, we know what he thinks, because we are inside his mind. To me, first-person point of view seems so right for a novel about a 15-year-old boy. She's on First is told from the third-person point of view. Moreover, that third-person point of view is not limited to Linda Sunshine. 
The story is told from four major point of views. Linda, the baseball player, Timothy Curry, the scout who signed her, Al Mowerinsky, the owner who hired her, Neil Vanderlyn, the reporter who writes about baseball. This point of view gives the reader a much wider look at what's happening and how it affects others in baseball and outside of baseball. This point of view allows for more reflection about the meaning of things. Despite their differences, I hope that the two novels are similarly strong. In my next podcast, I'll discuss symbols in the F word. 